0: Hello, Geeky Stoics. You know, I rarely bring to this podcast the petty online drama of Star Wars fandom that so many of you are lucky to not be involved in. I gotta tell you, it's crazy out there. But there's been a bit of Star Wars industry news that reminded me of a valuable lesson that I wanted to share with you all when the time was right. And this news story, I think actually kind of connected really nicely. So for this week's Podcast, I'm going to tell you about it. Now, bear with me on the backstory, and I think you'll walk away with a wonderful insight coming from C.S. Lewis on how to tell stories that people want to listen to. All right, so here it is Charmin Obaid Chinoy is an international documentarian whose focus has been on the repression of women in Islamic Pakistan. She is also slated to be the next director of a Star Wars movie. Focused on Rey, the lead character from the sequel trilogy. Now, in this movie, Rey is going to be rebuilding the Jedi Order in the time period after those movies ended. Obey Chenoy was doing an interview around New Year's Eve with CNN, and she was asked about her excitement about doing a Star Wars movie, and Obey Chenoy basically led with, you know, she was very excited to be the the first woman to steer a Star Wars story. Uh, and then the video of that went viral and people started, you know, arguing about it as they do and whether or not that is significant or worth talking about. And then someone brought up a video that went viral from 2015 in which Obeyed Chinoy was on stage talking about her documentary work. And she said the following.
1: I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy (laughs) making men uncomfortable. (laughs) Not you, just, just, you not you. (laughs) you. Point taken, point taken. (laughs) But, um, you know, it is important to be able to look into the eyes of a man and say, I am here, and recognize that, and recognize that I am working to bring something that makes you uncomfortable, and it should make you uncomfortable, because you need to change your attitude. And it's only when you're uncomfortable, when you're shifty, when you have to have difficult conversations, that you will perhaps look at yourself in the mirror and not like the reflection, and then say maybe there is something wrong with the way I think, or maybe there is something wrong with the way I am addressing this issue.
0: For the purpose of geeky stoics, I want to share something with you about why this kind of remark is melting down the internet and causing so much debate. Many are under the impression this remark was recently made about her Star Wars project. In reality, like I told you, she was speaking about the dynamics of making movies focused on Pakistan. Uh, But regardless, it comes across as a moral lecture of the worst kind condescending finger wagging and sort of like the attitude of a catholic nun just dying for the opportunity to rap somebody on the knuckles with a ruler uh, for you know saying the wrong thing. Nobody enjoys this kind of communication. Obeyed Chinoy is a storyteller who presumably wants to improve her audience, make them better. I aim to do that here myself with Geeky Stoics to improve everybody reading it on geekystoics.com and listening to the podcast, even if I'm just improving them a little bit. But my motivations are also a little selfish because when I am doing my best work, I am writing advice to myself. Little reminders. And you are just the beneficiary of that. What do I mean? So I've been reading a little bit more C.S. Lewis lately. You may know him for Mere Christianity, The Chronicles of Narnia, and I've been talking about him a little bit more frequently because he's just part of my reading diet right now. And he has an essay called on three ways of writing for children, where C.S. Lewis sounded off on how to effectively engage kids with stories. Should they be entertained? Should they be enlightened? Which of these things should be prioritized? Because normally one is prioritized over the other. And Lewis writes, something that I will simplify, I would like to return to what I said at the beginning. I rejected any approach which begins with the question, what do modern children like? I might be asked, do you equally reject the approach which begins with the question, what do modern children need? I think the answer is yes. Not because I don't like stories to have a moral, I do. Certainly not because I think children dislike moral stories. Rather, because I feel sure that the question, what do modern children need, will not lead you to a good moral. If we ask that question, we are assuming too superior an attitude. It would be better to ask, what moral do I need? For I think we can be sure that what does not concern us deeply will not deeply interest our readers, whatever their age. But it's better not to ask the question at all. Let the pictures tell you their own moral. But if they don't show you any moral, don't put one in, for the moral you put in is likely to be a platitude, or even a falsehood, skimmed from the surface of your consciousness. I find that pretty heavy, personally. C.S. Lewis tends to be a little bit of a heady writer, sort of discoursing with himself and asking hypotheticals over and over again to himself. It doesn't take a lot of thought to figure out what is wrong with young people today and then come up with a series of messages that you would love for them to hear so that they understand you better. It's so much harder to look Inward, in the mirror, and dredge to the surface what it is about yourself that you fear, or distrust, or don't like. If you can find that thing, your control freak tendencies, your anxiety, your judgmental nature, your emotional neediness, your temper, tell people about that. Trust me, they'll relate far more when you try less to minister to them from atop their favorite franchises or movie studios. I've seen that here at Geeky Stoics with my own writing and podcasting. Uh, Readers respond most to the heart-on-sleeve stories that are more personal, sometimes even when I'm oversharing. And it just reminds me me a little bit of Matthew 7-5, that well-known and circulated quote to try to get people to stop judging you, where Jesus says, First remove the log out of your own eye. And then you can see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. The point of doing this, as Jesus instructed, is so that you can be more effective in helping others. Now, again, people often will use this passage to say, like, stop judging me, deal with your own problems. And it's often a very convenient defense to have, you know, because some people, someone wants to help you and, you know, try to to help you with like a bad habit and you just want to bat them away with that. Um, but it is a a valuable message that anybody can consider. And when you remove the beam from your own eye, you can see clearly, and then you can help others and like everybody is winning in that situation. So doing self-reflection is not just good for you. It can help you win arguments. It can help you persuade people, minister to people, bring people closer to your points of view. Again, that's like a minor selfish motivation but everybody wins. The storyteller, the reader, the viewer, and the story gets better all together. So the best advice that you can give to others is advice that you are truly giving to yourself. Thanks for listening to the Geeky Stoics Podcast. I'm Stephen Kent. You can find us on geekystoics.com. Become a subscriber for free. Join the community and learn what we are doing here. It is all about finding wisdom that is worthwhile in your favorite stories, books, movies, TV, all that. We do a podcast at least every week and a newsletter as well that goes straight to your email inbox. It's almost always free and you don't have to be a paid subscriber, but boy, we certainly appreciate it when people go that extra mile to join the Geeky Stoics community and become a supporter. So go over to geekystoics.com, get in touch with us, and this is the way.